welcome to Sheffield Hopcast. Um, we are we're online again um, this month. Uh, it feels like the first Hopcast that I've been involved in since I don't know about twenty twenty one, something like that. It feels like ages since um, since I was here. But we are now back to full strength. We have a full complement full complement of Hopcasters. Um, so let's say hello to Laura first of all. Hi, Laura. What are you drinking? Hello. I have got a can of a Turning Point beer. Um, we were lucky enough to brew a collaboration at work with Turning Point last week, and they brought a few cans along for us to try. Um, so I managed to snaffle the Dark Mild. Um, they also did a mini tap takeover at the Crow on the Friday night after the brew day, uh, and this was one of the beers that was on the bar. Uh, so obviously I had to go and sample it and uh, yeah, thought it'd be a good one to chat about today as well. Many is a conversation we've had about Miles um, and I'm sure we will proceed to uh, to do so again as well. Um, Adam, hello. Good evening. You're right. All good, yeah. Yourself? Not bad, not bad. Just back from Spain um, to the really horrible weather. Um Welcome. It's, it's, flooded, it's only flooded about six times since you've been gone, so <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. And at least you're not in Chesterfield, it's worse though. Is it? Oh, mm. uh, yeah, I've got to have, uh, we're straight into beers, are we? I've, I couldn't think of anything too spooky, but I've gone slightly autumnal again with a, well, I've never used this expression, an IRA, an India Red Ale, so, which is um, and- Buxton, <laughs> a Buxton middle, called Middle Tour, 5%. India Red Ale, so I'm gonna call it an IRA. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> you, you, you chose the controversial path, and I shall make no comment whatsoever. Um, we should clarify uh, that. So we're we're recording this a day before Halloween, uh, which means we're about a week or so. Well, we're not quite a week, but we're we're in the week also of bonfire night. Um, so we have, uh, the, there's a few different directions that people go in in terms of their beer choices if they so choose to do. Um, now we, uh, well, we did have Sean here when we started recording, we are having technical issues with Sean. So we are trying to reboot him at the moment. Hopefully he will uh, rejoin us in a second or so. And um, I, I would like to think that I have a hot cast first for my I'm going to say it for my drink this evening. Um, I think it is. I, I, I will stand to be corrected if if um, th- one of these has made an appearance on the Hopcast before, but uh, I am not having a beer. I am having a hop-infused water um, this uh, on, on this episode. So... Um, I only know of a couple of breweries that do this. Abbeydale is one of them. Um, but the one that I've got is not from Abbeydale. It's from Northern Monk. So Holy Hop Water, uh, which is infused with Sabra. If you're not familiar with this concept, it is literally water that's flavoured like beer. So it's hops added to water to make it taste like beer. Is that is that a fair summary, Laura, of of, of, of what, what these are? I think it's... I think of them more as soft drinks rather than like an alcohol-free beer. Yeah. They've not got they've not got the same kind of construct as a beer in that you know there's no barley or anything like that in there. It is literally hoppy, fizzy water. So it's more like a more like a soda, I would say, than a beer equivalent. But 
yeah. inspired by flavors that you will know and love from beer. Should we call it a soft seltzer? Yeah. Soft seltzer. Like a, I mean, obviously you can't. I, don't know, I mean, it is it literally just like a glass of water. Um, I, to make up for the fact that I'm not drinking the um, Abbeydale hop water, by the way, I'm, I'm using an Abbeydale glass to try and at least restore a little bit of parity um in um in that so northern milk i think i've done two or three versions i did a mango one a while ago that was really really nice um and abbeydale still is it just one version or a couple of versions that abbeydale have done done two so far a nelson sovin one and a mosaic one so there's sort of a connection there to some of the some of the beers that we make as well um okay. i think we're going back to nelson sovin for the next batch uh, right. And then, yeah, who knows where it will take us from there. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's, it's a really interesting concept. Anyone that's not come across it, um, you might want to give this a try. I mean, it is, um, it, it isn't beer, but it does taste a little bit like beer because it's it's hops added to water. It's really difficult to explain. When I first tried it, I thought this is going to be weird. Um, and I was like, that's really nice, quite refreshing. Obviously, it's not percent. There's no alcohol in it. Um, so, yeah. And, and I think it's a hot cast first. So, um, there we go. Um, now, um, we we can, on on, on the, our Celebrity Squares screen in front of me, um, I, I can see that, that Sean is here. Uh, but I, I, I'm I'm not sure that we could actually hear from Sean at the moment because of um, some more technical um, issues. Uh, we'll, we'll give him a try though. Sean, can you hear us? Are you there? I feel like Davina McCall in the first series of <laughs> Big Brother. Sean says, um, this is James. Can you hear us? It says um, it says all visuals on, but the ho- it says host won't allow me to unmute. So it's on. Uh, it's on. <laughs> uh, well, it's not. I, I do. I keep clicking the button next to Sean's name, saying "ask to unmute," um, and um, it's not. It's not doing. Force it. it. So um, we're we're going to have to persevere at the moment, and hopefully, um, Sean's system will, I don't know, kick in, um, and uh, or maybe he'll rejoin and be able to to join Go us. Go on, on so, your phone, Sean. Um, we'll obviously have to wait to see what beer Sean's gone with, but none of us really going full kind of. Halloween, um, and there have been. I've seen some kind of Halloween style beers knocking around. There are a few, aren't there? Yeah, you got the classic pumpkin stuff, haven't you? Um, yeah, <clears throat> I've seen a lot of, like stuff about pumpkin flavored stuff this year, like a lot of memes and haters on just generally on pumpkin flavored stuff, like the classic lattes and stuff. So I don't know what's happened with that. All of a sudden, people are sort of hating on it. But um, yeah, I'm not had any. It's not my favourite flavour anyway, never mind. Yeah, so stick to kind of something a bit more red or or dark or something. But... I, yeah, this, love, this... I love pumpkin beer. I had, um, I had a couple at the Sheffield Beer Festival a couple of weeks ago. Um, I have a little bit of a tradition at the beer festival of always having uh, Abbeydale Pilgrim as my first beer. So I did that. And then I went immediately from that to um, a pumpkin. It wasn't a pumpkin latte stout. It was just a pumpkin spice stout from Heist um, that was on cask that had, it was very, very sweet. I really enjoyed it. Um, It had oodles of flavor. Um, I think it it tasted like it could have done with a little bit longer just to kind of chill out a bit. Um, but I'm assuming they'll be releasing it in in keg and can as well. Um, and yeah, it well worth a try if you like a sort of pastry 
desserty, spicy kind of beer. Um, absolutely loads going on um, and very tasty. But definitely, if you don't like like spices in beer and if you don't like sweet beers, probably not for you. So it was a lot on the flavor. We're, we're into that kind of it's spice season now, isn't it? Uh, as you as you count down to um, to um, you know, Christmas, obviously, traditionally, you know, kind of mince meat and all that kind of spice stuff going on. So Halloween's just step one of spice season, isn't it? Um, Sean's re- Sean is joining the call again now as a different Sean. So uh, this is Sean Mark Two. So um, this is turning into the uh, the kind of the big drama of the of the night. Really, is uh, is just trying to get Sean. Oh, I'm we get it, Sean. It's going to have like the finest beer ever known to man this is, when, this when, is the when trick. we finally get there. <laughs> Bless him. Blessed Sean. Bless Sean. So I feel like, um, I mean, I've not seen any of you, but certainly YouTube, not seen you for, for yonks now. So um, I was out of the country for most of September. I had to leave you guys um, to it. Um, and then we've not, we've just not been able to find an evening in October when we've been able to get together either. So hence why we are. Um, online, did anyone venture to um, to the beer festival this year? Yes, me and Sean. Oh, wow. excellent! How was it? it? It was good. We were both there on the Wednesday night. Um, it was nice and busy, which is good because um, they unfortunately had to close on the Friday uh, yeah, was, because of a, the yeah, flood be. warnings that were in Sheffield. But fortunately, it didn't flood, uh, and they were able to open on Saturday. Um, but yeah, we went on the on the Wednesday. Um, stuck mainly to the cask bar. I only had a couple of beers from the keg room. Um, but there was a nice break. There were a lot of breweries there that I've kind of like not heard about for years. You know, quite traditional, old school kind of breweries. Um, and um, beers that, you know, I was there with my dad. Uh, and beers that he used to enjoy like in the 90s and early 2000s that were... Uh, kind of making a bit of a reappearance at the festival, so uh, so that was really nice. Um, yeah, just nice atmosphere, nice people, lovely event as always. I, I was fearing the worst on the, the the Friday. Obviously, they decided not to open the um, uh, event, and I, I seem to remember it, it is like that. That main hall is kind of like it's a big, creaky old building, isn't it? And um, you know, kind of big windows that I seem to think there was a festival a few years ago where it rained a little bit and it started to kind of leak through some of those windows because it is just that kind of old building isn't it but then half of it is outside in tents and it really was not outside in tents weather was it it was um absolutely horrendous fair play to them for turning things around to be open again on saturday which i thought was was amazing and really really good you were out of the country adam so you was, yeah. um totally missed i mean you missed all of it you missed all the drama <laughs> with um the uh with all the the flooding um in various different parts of south yorkshire and obviously chesterfield was was really bad as well uh which was awful and really bad to uh, see but where where were you where have you been on your adventures into spain <clears throat> we did we didn't miss everything though. the day i got there which was last thursday so the the thursday where the festival was on i've never seen i've never experienced winds like it like really like kind of hurricane style winds i was expecting the higher car to be on its roof when i when i go outside um but we've been in quite a deserty area it just covered everything in like just a layer of sand but yeah calmed itself down after a while i do have i do have news from spain it's not very it's not massively interesting but we all know historically spain's not the uh, greatest of uh 
beer places, especially in the outside of <clears throat> Barcelona. But the supermarkets seem to supermarkets and the macros seem to be up in their game a little bit. So I've, I've had so you know the brands it Mahu or Maho Mahu. It's kind of you can get it over here now. Um, I, I had a Dunkel by them, which is from a supermarket. So Mahu Dunkel, and they've also started doing. You've seen the new, like the unfiltered version of Stella, yeah. Which is like the kind of yeah. They've started doing like a unfiltered, unfiltered version of their their lagers. So, and a few other like the the their macro beers are sort of branching out into slightly more crafty kind of things. Um, but also just the availability of the odd can and bottle just from independent um, brewers. So I had a double IPA from from you know from a regular supermarket and another kind of citra IPA from another local brewery. So where you usually just give in and just have your bog standard um, macro lagers. There is a bit more choice out there, man, which is great. It's good to see that it's actually... Uh, yeah, and just have like a lager brewery to have a dunkel. Just, um, just a bit weird, but um, I think they've still got a kind of a way to go, especially with the quality. But I mean, they were, they were perfectly drinkable, but yeah, obviously you'd have better examples of them um, so elsewhere. But yeah, good to see means that you can... Can actually have something off the off the uh, off piste a little bit rather than just your turbo lagers. It's uh, it's about ten years behind, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Intermain yeah. at the moment. So um, yeah, it's good to see that that journey started. He he's he's popped back up on the screen. Let's see whether or not we can speak to Sean Beer Central Clark. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. We thought we'd lost you. Poor Sean's been having a tech nightmare. It's really not been... Technology's not been your friend, has it, this evening, um, Sean? Yeah, normally a problem. I've, I've been using the same tablet just there that we've, we've used for the last two, three years, so I'm not quite sure why it kept taking me into the waiting room and kicking me out. So apologies for the delay. Is it the, is it the very same tablet that, um, that that all your customers will see on social media, that you'll have photos? Is it the same tablet that does all that? Yeah. Yeah, all, all that. Yeah, you've got, got you have got your money's worth out of that machine. I mean, oh, James was saying before. Yeah, it's going to ruin your business, doesn't it? Beer-wise, I'll catch you quick. I've nearly, I've nearly finished. I've got two beers actually, so I've nearly finished my first one. Um, and I, I'm drinking a beer from a brewery that's that's local, of course, to to both the the podcast and to to where we, me and Deb live. Um, uh, it's from Chantry Brewery. Who are down at Parkgate, and they're a bit a brewery that are famous for their New York pale, I suppose, more than anything else. Got some nice pubs in and around uh, the Rotherham area, and I'm drinking their pale ale, Parkgate 200. And very quick history lesson: uh, Parkgate, the area of Parkgate, is 200 years old this year, 2023. It was first oh. uh, formed in 1823. Where someone had the smart idea to build a, a little steel works down there. And so, two hundred years ago, uh, Parkgate uh, was was born. And so, Chantry brewed a beer. They uh, are not far from the little retail park that's there. That's sort of perhaps its most famous um, uh, landmark now. And they've brewed a beer to set to, to celebrate the the two hundred birthday. Lovely pale ale, fantastic. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Although I've got a different beer coming up shortly that's from a, a different part of the world. Very good. I've always really enjoyed Chantry, but I think New York Pales are very 
very good staple sort of like 10 years ago, maybe a bit longer. Um, so enjoy getting that. Their special reserve, um, 6% plus sort of classic old English ale is a, a real shop favourite as well. So mm. uh, um, almost gets to sort of Dunkle stroke Dubell sort of feel to it. So I know that goes down really well at uh, their, their pubs. Uh, I think it's the same price or very similar to the rest of their beers. And so special reserve because it's a little bit stronger. People jump on the round. But it's a brilliant beer as well. Another pub in Hansworth as well, I believe. Up, up the side of Asda, if you're a... Yeah, Chancery Inn, I think. Yeah, is that one. Uh, mm. the Wood York seats. And, nope. Yeah. yeah. yeah hand, hands with Chantry Inn, and I think we've got the New York Tavern then in Rotherham Town Centre, not far from the, the New York Stadium, of course. We also stopped the Mighty Millers, which is Chantry's little nod towards Rotherham. His teeing is up, isn't it, James? Is is a fantastic home win for you, yeah. Well, Mike, this is magic. The, the, the mighty Millers are, uh, are no more, but there is a beer called Fair enough. And then, you, so you got you go you take us from uh, Rotherham to Romania with your uh, with your other beer choice. Yeah, via Nottingham. So uh, the, the the other beer choice, I, I've got one mouthful left of the. I've been I've been necking it quick while I was trying to sort out the technology, and so I'm now on my new phone. Actually, I've had to switch to that because the uh, um, the tablet just would, wouldn't play wouldn't play ball. I've been out in the rain all day today, so I think uh, a little bit of water's perhaps just got into the uh, into the wiring. Certainly has. <laughs> if not the tablet, the, the rain's got into my my. So I'll tell you a little bit about that in a second. Okay. Your solution for that, by the way, is a bag of rice. Uh, probably more for the tablet than for your head. But if you wanted to try it for your head, it might it might do the trick. I don't know. I don't know. I bet no responsibility Basmati, if anything bad happens. Basmati, James, Basmati, long grain. Is, is there any? I'm I'm not sure it matters to be honest. I'm not sure it works either. I think it's uh, it's an old wives' tale. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think um, probably um, probably a waste of time. Um, Laurie, you're always off on, on, on your adventures here, there, and everywhere. So what's what's the last few weeks had in store for you? You seem to be doing a lot of running. I have done a lot of running, um, including my most recent adventure. We've just been for a few days up in the Lake District um, that was an active-themed holiday. Jim uh, was running in the British Bell Running Championships, which I was just watching because... I like having going on a bit of an adventure and going out of my comfort zone, but this was next level. Um, so Jim did that, but we were with a group of friends that are all um, kind of runners as well. Um, so we did five mountains while we were there. Uh, but because of that, that also meant I had to drink plenty of Wainwrights beers because I'd climbed Wainwrights. So I felt that was a good reason to drink that beer too. Um we found quite a few really that we were staying around Keswick, um, loads of uh, lovely traditional pubs with like horse brasses and real fires and stuff like that um, with really, really good quality cast beer. Um, so yeah, plenty of Waymarks Gold. Waymarks also do an amber now. Don't know how long they've had that for. Not one you see quite as often. Um but yeah, had had more of the gold than the amber, and uh, quite a few pints of Jennings as well. Have some pubs up there, um, but yeah, really nice trip. Um, 
lovely part of the world. Yeah, is great time. Public town centre, is it? Black Dog or something like that, Laura? Is there a, in, in Keswick? I'm trying mm. to remember the pub I went to years ago. Well, maybe, I can't remember what they called the ones that we went in. We, de- we There was... Um, the only place we found keg beer was um, a pub called The Crafty Bar, uh, which had like, I think it had about 18 keg lines and then loads and loads of bottles of cans. They've got one in Windermere as well that we've been to. Um, but yeah, that was quite good. Um, but yeah, on the kind of main stretch through Keswick, uh, there's quite a few, um, quite a few nice pubs. Uh, but yeah, mainly on the traditional side, I would say. There's the dog and gun. Is that what you're thinking of, Sean? That's the one. That is it. That is the, it. The dog and gun. Um, mm. uh, Sean's poured his second beer, which uh, looks like it's a bit of a juice bomb you've got going on there. So today, James, to build up to this, today, um, I, I don't play golf very often, but today I've been stood out in the rain all day um, playing golf. I actually quite enjoyed it. And the reason I'm mentioning that very briefly is that I met an old friend uh, uh, today, Jamie Cochran, who was aware of Beer Central, wasn't aware of Sheffield Hotcast. So I promised I would give him a mention, and in return, he promised to become a new listener. Excellent. So we'll just up the stats there rather easily. Excellent. Welcome along, Jamie. From uh, Beretta, he's a Leeds fan, so the welcome will will be short. Oh, no, right. Now he can bugger off. The, the Beretta uh, Brewery, based in uh, Romania, we've stopped a few of their big stouts before, uh, again, at Beer Central. Uh, but this is a lovely, kind gift from uh, two customers ours from Nottingham, Martin and Sandra Hilton. And um, they're calling to see us on Friday last week. And often when they call and visit Sheffield, so uh, they'll bring in a, a, a gift. And so they uh, gave me and Deborah both a can each. Uh, Deborah's just enjoying hers now. That was a sort of tropical IPA from a brewery up in the, uh, the northeast. Um, this one um, is called Ultima, and it's from Breton, Romania. And rather confidently, it calls itself a heavily hot IPA, 6.5%. And you're right, James, it's a, a real juice bomb, real murky look to it. Reminds me of Coalition, actually, uh, uh, the look of it, the beer that we did where uh, Laura and Jim and all the gang down at Abbeydale. Um, but it, it it is heavily hot. It's a very modern soupy, a little bit like soup, actually, from um, Garage, I think that was, wasn't it? So yeah. that's a, a total contrast to the traditional chantry that we that I kicked off with, uh, but it's lovely soupy, a little bit of bitterness on the end, but uh, mostly it's uh, a typical modern hazy uh, IPA. So I would recommend that actually. I think James back in your <clears> drink <throat> days, you would have you'd have lapped that one up. It does look like the kind of thing that I would have enjoyed um, enjoyed um, drinking. Um, I I'm going to stick with you, Sean, because we did talk a little bit about Steel City Beer Festival 
while you were trying to connect. So we, we're kind of, we're jumping around a little bit tonight, mainly because of technology issues. Um, Sean has got to leave us in 20 minutes to watch EastEnders. I think that's the rumor anyway, that uh, that's the reasoning uh, why he's got to, why he's got to go. Um, so yeah, so um, obviously Beer Central, you always um, sponsor the, um, the, the kind of the beer judging, the awards. Champion Beer of the Festival. Champion Beer of the Festival, that's a much better phrase. And uh, there was a new Champion Beer of the Festival for this year, wasn't there? There was, yes. Yeah. So uh, uh, how that works is that there are 21 or 22 breweries that enter one beer each uh, from the Sheffield and District Camera um, area. Uh, Andy Cullen, who uh, is a, a key volunteer for Sheffield Camera, does all the organising of the Champion Beer of the Festival judging. We had 30-plus judges there on the night, including Pete Brown, actually, uh, the uh, the famous author, um, who was there doing some research because he's been commissioned by the University of Sheffield to update and revisit um, the Sheffield Beer Report, which I think was last released back in 2016-2017. So uh, we have a, a variety of categories, and each table has some esteemed judges and the winner of each category, so Best Bitter, um, Low ABV Pale, Specialist Beers, Stouts and Porters and so on, the winner of each category um, goes through uh, to the final table, and then the judges on the final table uh, judge beers from about six different categories and vote according to the, the camera system of uh, awarding points for look of the beer, taste of the beer, aftertaste, aroma and so on and so on. And so we're all, all done in the right way. And the um, gold, bronze, uh, silver uh, awards, I did that in the wrong order just to reflect the, the, the show tonight. Um, so uh, bronze went to um, Little Critters, uh, their great Danish, their Danish uh, maple pecan um, a stout that they do. Uh, silver went to uh, Tap Brewing at Sheffield Tap. They got a little stout, which I forget the name of, uh, but uh, they got a little stout that got into second place. And then the winners were Heist. Uh, so Heist uh, Brewery and Tap down at Neepsend. The beer was the the bad part of Gnome Town. And uh, a memorable name and a memorable beer for a lot of the judges. Um, 4% just over session idea at Looked very much like this, very soupy, very modern, but very sessionable. And um, that got the uh, the winning ticket on the Wednesday night. Around about 7 o'clock, we announced the winner. It had sold out by Thursday, or that many people trying to get to drink it. Wow. Uh, so a very worthy winner. Spoken to high since. They're real happy. Um, there are cans of it in available, as well as on keg. So anybody gets a chance to try that over the next two or three weeks around Sheffield and beyond will we'll enjoy that in, in a champion beer. And they have all that title for the next 12 months, so fantastic for Scott and the brewing team down at Heist. <coughs> Good stuff. Fair enough, fair enough. I, sh- I should give a mention to... So I was an indie man this year, so I um, had uh, I ventured back into the world of... Of beering um, for uh, for an evening at Indie Man, and it was for an evening. It's the first time I've been to an evening session, not a daytime session. 
intimate, which was strange because I had a DJ and dancers and I'm like, this is supposed to be a beer festival. It feels like a bit of nightclub. It was very strange. Um, but obviously it was the first time I'd drunk alcohol in quite a long time as well. So I, I think those two things combined was um, was a little um, disorientating. But um, good night I had there and then went to um, the sure shot um, tap room for the first time. Uh, that was good. And then the uh, Northern Monk tap room. And by this point, I was struggling, I must say. So I don't remember a lot about being in Northern Monk. Every time I've been in Northern Monk in Manchester, I don't remember very much about being there. So um, it could be uh, wonderful. It could be terrible. I haven't got a clue. Never remember. Never did remember. you drink? Did you drink as a norm, as an old James then? Or did you just take it easy? Or... I don't know. Yeah, if you're not drunk, I, <laughs> you have to I, kind of be a bit careful if you've not really been drinking. Yeah, kind of. Um, so that that kind of like immunity that you build up, uh, <laughs> it sounds terrible when you say that, doesn't it? Um, it has worn off. So I was aware of the fact that I needed just to be careful, don't, don't go diving straight into the 12% impy stouts, which is very tempting to do at IndieBank because everything costs one token. So whether you get like a 3.5% session beer or a 15% imperial stout, it effectively costs you the same. Um, so it's it's difficult to have that self-control to to stick to some gentler stuff to start with. But I did. And then there's a certain point where, um, unsurprisingly, the whole lot just went. And I was like, right, that's it. I've, I'm, uh, no more self-control. That's it. I've got, I've got whatever, four tokens left. This is where it's all going to go tragically uh, wrong. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it did. So um, that was, uh, that was good. Uh, what else is going on at the moment? So um, the the annual Belgian Blue launch has happened, which means that we are officially into Christmas season and Christmas beers. Um, I'm sure there'll be lots of Sean's posts over the next few weeks with lots of um, interesting Christmas beers sellers. that will be, uh, be coming up. Belgian Blue was top seller today. It was top seller on Saturday. There'll, there'll be very few days now between now and Christmas where it's not top seller. Uh, just, just let's just clarify this because it is now available all year round, isn't it? Uh, in bottles, it has this year been available all year round. On cask, it's only available seasonally, so that kicked off at the Nags Head and the King and Miller there two pubs last Thursday. The rest of the trade gets cask mini kegs today as well. So mini kegs and cask are only seasonally based but they had enough bottles this year to carry everybody through the summer but uh, yeah Merry Christmas uh, Belgian Blue Day uh, is here and so everybody's everybody's celebrating in Sheffield it is 30th of October today so 31st tomorrow 1st of November on Wednesday Christmas songs on the radio 1st of November so it's official isn't it well, is that the rules yeah, the rule. you're, you're, you're the radio man, James. Uh, you, used to be 1st of December, but um, obviously much earlier now. So, yeah, 1st of November, you'll start to hear um, Christmas songs coming around. Well, will you be um, doing a Christmas show, James, this year? Me? Yeah. No, I'll, I'm just trying to not get COVID for Christmas this year because I've not had a family Christmas since 2019. Um, so, um, yeah, last year I got um, tested positive two days i think before christmas so all my plans went out the window and then i was negative by boxing day so literally like santa just looked down and thought no you're just gonna have a shit christmas by yourself and then you'll be fine straight away afterwards no trouble um, so yeah that's my that's my christmas <laughs> i've opened another beer like sean we, if just if we yeah yeah tell us tell us all tell us all um 
it's I've, I've kind of I've, I've seen it but I've not really thought too much about it it's um, Thornbridge and um, Cloudwater collaboration called oh, Kinder yeah. um, which is a 8.4 double New England IPA um, it's nice I don't I always find that when um, Thornbridge do the kind of juicy stuff it's never quite as juicy as but I mean Vaduce have been quite thick there was quite they're still quite thin in body it's, again this is the same for an 8% one <clears throat> it's quite and you sort of see it's not it's not overly thick is it no, not everyone can see cause it's, but well, um, as we're recording yeah. you can but... interestingly it's one of the beers that I had at Indie Man um, and oh, okay. I thought the same actually which was that um, it was just a bit more subtle I guess than maybe what you might expect from that kind of collaboration it's not necessarily a bad thing but um you know, it's it just yeah, it wasn't it it, it wasn't like the beer that Sean's drinking. It, 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 yeah, that kind of proper juice bomb sort of thing that just looks like you know completely you can't see through it at all. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, you can stand a spoon up in it, sort of. That's on, it. on the topic of Thornbridge, <clears throat> um, has everyone seen the news today that Nintendo won't be back next year? All oh, right, no, I've not seen that. Um. They've announced it today, uh, basically citing um, just increased costs of everything um, and kind of mentioned that they'd had to put ticket prices up this year um, and even though it's not something that they endeavour to make loads of money off, um, you know, they basically said costs are going up again um, and that it would just be too much of a enormous financial risk to to put it on and still be able to offer an event that had value for money for people that were attending um mm-hmm. the statement's well worth reading it's uh, it's really really kind of you know sensibly and uh, thoughtfully written i thought um a real shame um they've not closed the door on it forever so you know hopefully in in one way or another uh pekander might come back in the future but yeah they've uh, confirmed today that for 2024 it won't be going ahead um it is a shame because it's kind of unique, isn't it? That, um, but I could imagine because it's, I mean, it's, it's literally the field in the middle of, it's not quite in the middle of nowhere, but I mean, it's, it's, I, I could imagine it is quite an expensive event to put on because it's not like you just, you know, kind of hook it up to the, um, to the, electric, the electricity and stuff like that, is it? You can't predict the weather either, can you? I mean, there was that year which, well, was it two years? It was really bad. And it's the middle of July, August, isn't it? And it's just like I must have lost quite a bit of money on one of those years where either people didn't turn up or they had to close it early or or did they cancel one at the last minute? I can't remember, but I know they've not had a smooth run of it, have they? Um, so the last few years, obviously COVID and that, but the ones that they have put on, um, I know we were pretty much swimming a few years ago, weren't we? Yeah, I think it's, it's, Laura, did your tent float off one year? I think. You yeah, yeah, did did. You can link that. So you can link that as well, of course, to the <clears throat> the Steel City Beer Insider Festival, uh, which went really well. But of course, because of the rain, uh, they had to close the venue. Kellam Island Museum uh, asked that the venue be closed on the Friday. So even something indoors uh, at this time of year was, was badly affected by the weather. And so uh, that's always a problem. That's also, I think, Laura... An example of the of the continued difficulties of 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 um, the 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 
beer industry as a whole, perhaps retail industry as a whole, cost of living crisis is still having a big impact. And the government are still trying to celebrate the fact that inflation is now only at a short of 7%, um, which seems ridiculous that we're, we're celebrating uh, inflation at, at 6% as if it's a real um, success story. So hopefully at some point over the coming uh, year or two, things will settle back down again and uh, people have a, uh, will have a few more quid in their pockets to spend on on things like retail and hospitality and, and beer in particular. Yes, well said, well said. Anyone that's been listening from the start, by the way, you're not going crazy. We we had, we did reference the beer festival being shot on the Friday earlier in the podcast. Oh, but Sean, wasn't, Sean wasn't here for that, but um, I think your, your point entirely um, entirely valid. Um, I've not really been keeping up with kind of Sheffield beery news over the last few weeks. Is there any, anything else that's been going on that, um, yes. that, that we've not talked about? Yes, so um, Indie Beer Feast dates uh, and details have been announced for the start or, or uh, a pre-start to Sheffield Beer Week next year. So um, Indie Beer Feast have already got uh, sessions and tickets um, available to, to buy. And uh, so hopefully that's going really well. That's remaining at Trafalgar House, so bang in the city centre. And uh, something that's um, been a, a great success over the years, and so people have already snapping up tickets for that for uh, for next March. Yes, first and second of March, <laughs> I believe it is, isn't it? The dates for um, for that's literally the first two days of the um, of the of the month. So yes, that is um, that's good news. And obviously, means Sheffield Beer Week obviously is um, is kind of set in stone now as well, which is uh, which is always good. We have seen a new we have seen a new uh, bar pop up from is it Little Mesters have opened a new bar on Chesterfield Road or Aberde- London Road Aberdale Road I never I could never tell which roads which that little bar where they all kind of just become one but I think it might be Chesterfield Road and have you been to that yet Laura I, I haven't been but I think it's further up towards Woodseats I think um, <clears throat> yeah I've heard I've heard good things like Mearsbrook kind of way or is it further up than that. I think, I think it, it's, it's that way on, isn't it? I think yeah. it's Woodseats, yeah. Yeah, if you get on that road, have a wander up, there's plenty of places you can stop off. And, uh, but yeah, I think that's popped up in the last few weeks. I've seen some bits on social media, but it uh, um, be interesting it's to see also, what they've done. Adam, there's also, and I'm, I'm guessing this is something that you're particularly interested in, but there's also the Pints of Sheffield um, uh, pub stroke bar knockout mm. competition live and ongoing <clears> at the moment. So uh, I know, I think Matt at the Bear um, perhaps won that last year or the year before. Uh, in fact, mm. I think he won oh, it. Oh, is this the voting before. thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think Matt won it a couple of years ago. Perhaps Older Bar might have won it um, last year. I, I did see that the Bear were drawn again because it's done as a, a real proper footballing uh, draw and a, a proper knockout competition like the European Cup used to be. Uh, or FA Cup, of course, and I, I noticed that the Bear had been drawn against Smod, uh, Smod Tap, a couple of days ago. So, do, does anybody know what won that one? It's, no, um, it's a heavy the Bear, I think. Premier League time. The Bear won it. Didn't yeah. it? I start, yeah. it I started because I, I don't go on Instagram as much as I'm not like a daily sort of user, but I did kind of vote on a couple of things. I think the Rutland went up against Shakespeare, 
um, which is a that's like Man United drawing um, Man City in the third round, isn't it? Um, yeah, so it is it is on this. I did, um, did is sorry, I'm sort of like not deviating too much, but is that is it? Pat Sheffield who did the Abadale Road pub crawl? Is that a different? I heard I heard a little rumor that they might be doing a S six version of that, like a, a Hillsborough sort of. Etc. versions that coming. Yeah, they did do some sort of pub call. Uh, yeah, it was like an Aberdale Road, wasn't it? Like a day where everyone sort of put beers on and stuff, yeah. set beers on. Um, I know. Yeah, I've heard of the old shoe beat the Washington uh, yesterday, I believe, in the competition. So the old shoe has gone has gone through. But I do think they organised certain events. I think they did an Aberdale uh, pub crawl, and so S six now has got enough. Uh, that's where I, I, yeah yeah it's a good sign yeah I, I, I think I, I'm I'm not dreaming it I'm pretty sure I spoke to Nick at the Bangle and he was saying that there's sort of talks about doing something like that area sort of which yeah you're right this is the odd little thing popping up to make it viable now I think you can make there's things joining the dots a little bit aren't they where they didn't used to be um, especially like that end of Middlewood Road Sort of where Pangolin is and the beekeeper. Now you've got the beer house on the on the on the on the crossroads sort of main Hillsborough. Then you can sort of take a picnic, can't you? You can either go up towards Walkley or carry on towards you know, Shale. I don't know. They must, they must have thought it out, but yeah, you got you got options. Like, um, would be nice. Absolutely. I, I realise we are fast approaching. Um, Sean's deadline. Standards clock. Of course. Um, so really let's do some wrapping up. Re- really, really apologise. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we will be back to normal, I think, from uh, from next month. It's just a, a slight derailing of our normal oh. schedule. Yeah. Um, Laura, tell us about your beer. Was it good? It was lovely. It was 5%, which is a bit stronger than you'd than I'd um, usually expect for mild. Um, but yeah, really, really tasty. Um, just lovely and balanced, nicely sweet. Um, using English hops, which is nice to see as well. Um, yeah, very enjoyable. Uh, so recommend dark mild from Turning Point. Flashlight Phantom, so a little bit Halloweeny in the name as well. I don't like mild, so I'm not going to try it. But I did like your description earlier of oodles of flavour. I thought that was—I wrote that down on my little list of um, <laughs> stuff. That was my highlight of the um, of the podcast. Um, Sean, you've had two. Which has been your favourite? Um, I am now normally a, an old school, old, um, old timer pale ale, but uh, I've got to admit, I'm enjoying the Beretta Ultim heavily hopped IPA. Uh, much more than I normally enjoy. It's got some bitterness to it, James, actually. That's what the key to this. It's not just juice. It's giving yeah. me a nice kick on the end, and I think that's kick. really important. It's making me realise I'm drinking a beer rather than fruit juice. Um, what I wrote down from the stuff that you've said, Sean, Rotherham to Romania, I thought was a nice line. But also I wrote down, Deborah, why have we never had her on the podcast before? Um, she, she's shy. <laughs> Just shy. I'm sh- I'm sure we can we can sort that out. I'm sure we can. she does us all. We're John, John, your mum and dad have been your mum and dad have been. Bring her along for Christmas. <laughs> we, need to, we need to complete the <laughs> <laughs> We've got Fiona the cat. I'm not well, sure. Fiona's, Fiona's no, Fiona's not. not. Uh yeah, but no, she's 
she's she's shy, so uh, um, that that would be an impossible task for me, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'd like to thank Adam as well for wearing his his fright mask tonight. Oh uh, yeah, all the kids, all the kids <laughs> Halloween tomorrow. <laughs> you got some sweets ready, Adam? Yeah, we, we we I got them too early, so we've pretty much finished the finished them all off. So, <laughs> but like you can have one, you can have one, you can have one, okay, you can have one more, and you're like, oh, nearly gone. But yeah, so the um, it's not a Halloween beer, but the so the the holy hot water, the Sabro infused holy hot water from Northern Bung. The styling of it is a little bit spooky, like the the kind of the style of the lettering. My camera's got a little bit blurry, so and, and you can't see it anyway. I don't know why I'm showing it to you, but um, so I mean, it's not particularly Halloweeny, but you know, there's a tiny little thing there. I, I, anyone that likes stuff that's a little bit different, honestly, try and track down one of these kind of hot water things that's um, uh, that's docked around. Say, Abbeydale have got a range. There's the Northern Monk ones. They're really different, and um, I think they're. They're really, really interesting and just super refreshing. Um, so totally different to drinking beer, but well worth well worth a try. Um, and um, Adam, you 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 kind of you worked through two, didn't you? What was yeah, your- yeah. Um, Sean, one for you if you've not had it before. Uh, Middle Tour. I'm calling it an IRA. You missed that bit, but it's a India Red Ale. The best uh, of us are disassociating to... ourselves from <laughs> point of the podcast. It's quite spooky looking, isn't it? It's kind of red and a bit like. I don't know. It looks like, yeah, but yeah, it's really not really really nice. Five percent. I think you'd like it, Sean. You like I a red ale. Would. Yeah, I'm already. You not add it. No. I don't know if it's even neo Candin. Tor is Middle. is a is it like a mountain? Mount Tor. Yeah. I'm not making that. Yeah. Tor is also the German word for goal. If anyone's interested. Okay. Yeah. Football. You've got Mam Tor in Castleton area, aren't you? So it must be yeah. some sort of pointy thing in the peaks. Uh, yeah. Well, it was this would canned in sort of in the summer so it's a bit old but um yeah really nice can i um, ask james can i can I ask james a quick question from that have, have you ever commentated professionally on a, a german game and shouted out tall when they when harry, kane, when harry kane uh smashes one in from the halfway line that's that did happen at the weekend didn't it um let's just clarify by the way there's only one german word that i know and it is tall um, I do not speak German at all, um, which is horrendous to someone that spends as much time there as I do. Um, no, but the speak English is so fluently spoken in Northern Germany that no, I've not not picked up anything. So, conversating on a, fo- a, a German football match would just be a mess. It What's your what? What is James in in German? Just out of interest. Um, don't know actually. I assume it's just... go. Your next trip, you need to find that out. It'd just be James. Oh, very no. interesting. To be like the equivalent. Mm, I don't know. I will find out. I'll find out. I'll report back. Well, yep. next time you go, we, you need to find all of our four names in June. <laughs> oh, blimey. Right. Okay. Well, I'll do that for I'll do that for November. We'll be back on the road. We'll be somewhere um, in the flesh in November. Um, keep an eye on the socials for all the details about that. Um, thank you guys for um, for joining. Love it to see you. Um, have a lovely bonfire night and, um, well, Halloween before that and then bonfire night. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, back here in November. Good night. Good night.